0: Welcome. Hello. Hello to MPGP podcast Murders per Gallon of Popcorn. We are back from the Peach State.
1: The booty state.
0: The booty state where I come from, obviously. Great trip. The wedding was fantastic. Mazel tov to Adam and Carol.
1: Mazel tov.
0: L'chaim. we did. Okay, so I want to talk about this. So, um, this weekend was Craig's first ever Hora. Thoughts on the Hora, Craig?
1: Well, you've explained it to me at least a hundred times before. <laughs> Correct. Since our first date, and then once a month since then, too. <laughs> so, for two years. Twenty-four times, maybe. <laughs> so, I knew what to expect. And, um... Yeah, it was basically, like, what I expected except less organized and (laughs) lots of old drunk people (laughs) running around in a circle. It was a
0: little (laughs) – there wasn't a lot of – there really never is a lot of structure to the Hora because I feel like it's just kind of, like, the band is just, like, all of a sudden they start playing Hava Nagila and then all of the Jews – in the audience, freak the fuck out and start forming a circle. And then all of the non-Jews are like, what do we do? And then people... Hava,
1: Nagila, beer, wine, tequila.
0: tequila. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Anyways. So, yeah. So, that was fun. Still chasing that horror high. Yeah.
1: Speaking of horror... (laughs) What horror games have we been playing?
0: Oh, so we have been leveling up on our gaming shit. <laughs> and we've been um I've been playing Little Nightmares, which is really fucking fun. I've been wanting to play it since I saw that Doja Cl- Doja Cat clip where she's like singing from that song Streets and she's like them and it's motherfucking scary
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Um and Craig is playing Doom.
1: <laughs> Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal Not the old Doom on the PC that's like from like 93 or whatever <laughs> so the only other doom um i've ever played before this game which is on the xbox one s is what i'm playing it on was the original doom but the super nintendo version it's got a red cartridge if you've ever seen it and i remember one day me and todd my brother todd shouts out to todd he was living uh near me in high school at the time and there's this place Where I'm from, in South Carolina, called the Jockey Lot. And it's a (laughs) giant fucking flea market. I don't know why it's called the Jockey Lot, but I'm glad it is. Because that's a cool name. Yeah. And basically, it's just like, I think you only have to pay like $10 to rent a table. And you can just basically sell your shit. So everyone from where I'm from, like, once in every 10 years at least, goes and sells, like, all of their... Old clothes and tools. So it's like a giant garage sale? It's a basically. giant garage sale flea market, like secondhand thing. And like, it's fucking rain, rain or shine, they're going to be out there. That's
0: so cool. And
1: so, and at the time, it was like much easier to find old video games at those type of places for mm-hmm. cheap. Like, people would just like take their whole Super Nintendo shit from like the 80s out of their attic and just take it down to the jockey lot and sell like everything for $10 or whatever. So Todd and I had this fucking plan. Like I said, I was like, okay, today we're going to go to the jockey lot. I'm going to get a super Nintendo controllers and doom (laughs) because it was the red cartridge. (laughs) I don't know why I wanted doom so bad, but I think I also got mortal Kombat. If you know about, super nintendo you know the mortal Kombat on there doesn't have the blood
0: mm. so
1: get it on the genesis don't sleep on the genesis so <laughs> anyways back to doom i got the doom cart we like took it back to my brother's place set it all up and shit and started playing basically doom it's like you're a space marine in space hell fighting space hell demons <laughs> With guns, you're shooting them with your big fucking guns and running. It's like first person running around. Demons come up in your face. You're like moving really fast, blow them up, blood splatters everywhere. Well, Doom Eternal is the exact same as like all of the Doom games. It's just way better graphics and way smoother. And there's like fucking heavy metal music and (laughs) you can chainsaw people and shit. But my, it was crazy to play that first game it, it's like the same game as the original doom it's just the original doom looks like the graphics are coming from like like you're playing it on a potato or something like you just <laughs> stuck the cartridge into a potato oh my
0: god <laughs>
1: it's like the exact same game it's just like eight pixels <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> to make up the whole game
0: and this one is super high def like I can't even imagine. It's fucking,
1: it gave me nausea. <laughs> it was, like, so fast and, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, 60 frames per second and, like, motion blur when you're spinning around and shit. You got like... You can double jump. Like, <laughs> I don't know why you can jump so high, but that's cool. Yeah. It's a sick game. I want to play it right now, actually. I know, and
0: I want to play... I'm addicted to Little Nightmares, which is basically, like... It's, like, a horror puzzle game. So, it's, like, each... You basically, I think the goal, there is like, no intro. I just, like, put, I got it, and then as soon as I started playing it, it was just, like, immediately, like, okay, you're this, like, little girl thing, and you have, like, a yellow raincoat, and you just, like, have to just navigate all these different hallways and rooms and stuff. And so far, the monsters I've had to deal with are, like, kind of, like, weird leeches, and then there was this, like, really scary, like, long-armed man that was blind, and then now I'm at the level where I have to, like, avoid these, like, chef, like, very large chef, like, kind... It's insinuated that they might be twins or something, or, like, sewn in... It's it's very weird. Very, like, Burton-esque, um... And spooky, but also, like, I keep calling it cute, and Craig's like, it's not cute.
1: I'm like, nothing about (laughs) this is cute.
0: (laughs) I think it's cute! There's, like, little, like, weird ghost things with, like, cones on their head.
1: They look scary. They look like the fucking Silent Hill guys.
0: They're cute. And the girl is cute, I think. But she's also creepy, I guess. Video games are cool. They are cool. And, I mean, one day, it's so hard because I literally work for a gaming company, and they, there is a capability for us to stream. I just need to figure out, like, all the tech and stuff and, like...
1: Yeah, I really want to do that. Yeah,
0: because that would be a really fun way to engage with the Twitch audience. And maybe we can make bank as streamers on horror games and co-play Resident Evil. And one day, if the legal battle allows, play the Friday the 13th game.
1: Actually... I'm hoping they make a new version of that Friday the 13th game, and I think there's a rumor going around Twitter that they're going to do a Halloween version of oh, the same shit. game. That would be cool.
0: That would be really sick. I would also like to play a, a Nightmare on Elm Street game. That would be really fun. That would kind of be a that little bit... That would have bit... to be
1: a little different because... Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. It wouldn't be like traditional slasher, but I could see it being like a little Nightmares type thing where you're in this like weird dream world and trying to navigate it i could see it as like a puzzle game for sure that would be sick that would be really cool yeah so we've been playing a lot of horror games we what movies have we seen since we got back from georgia i feel like we weirdly like have been kind of busy at in the nights oh wait what did we watch on Monday?
1: We've been getting busy in the night.
0: Oh yeah. We watched um we watched fucking the remake of Night of the, the Demons, Demons which was so dumb, but God, I loved it honestly. The
1: remake of Night of the Demons. That shit looked like a direct to D V D, like it's in the same section as like the porn at your local FYE. Yeah. <laughs> it's like <laughs> trash. It it's is. like it's like Lindsay Lohan core. She's yeah. not in the movie, but it's like a fucking it's like late two thousands, like hot girl.
0: Yeah. Like literally <laughs> the boobs are huge. Like
1: Oh yeah, you get to see some uh some uncovered breasts.
0: Yeah. <laughs> a few, I feel. I think at least
1: It's way worse than the original. Movie. Yeah, it's
0: it was bad, but highly whole, recommend. <laughs>
1: the whole movie, we were trying to decipher if, like, it was referencing the original in certain ways or if it was referencing the sequels to the original, which we haven't seen. Oh, And yeah. we were also trying to figure out I, – I still don't know. I I thought that, there, like, some of the characters from the original reprised their roles or
0: just like, played mm-hmm. new
1: characters – in the remake but i couldn't
0: yeah it was like it there would kind of be like random weird scenes like you know when like a character is like it, i don't know like there was weird scenes where it seemed like the interaction between like the characters who are supposed to be like 20 somethings and oh, yeah. then like it would be like a random like 45 year old character like 50 year old character like talking to these like Vague uh, young adults, basically. It's just like,
1: okay, imagine a bunch of, like, 45-year-old schlubs Mm
0: -hmm. show
1: up to your Halloween party. And you're just, like, your friend's ages range from 18 to, like, 25. And then there's just, like, 10 45-year-olds. And I'm like, why are they here? Like, Edward Furlong is one of them. And this is, like, the fat, like, sad Edward Furlong. And he looks fat and sad. And he, like, plays a drug dealer. And it doesn't seem that far off from like what he would be like in real life. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Edward for for long.
0: So in the original Night of the Demons, um, there's like one of the main girls, like or one of the girls that like dies like pretty quickly or gets possessed pretty quickly. She's like dressed in kind of like a baby doll ish like dress. And, like, there's literally a scene where she, like, bends down and you can, like, see her, like, panties or whatever. Oh, yeah. And then, like, in this remake, there's trick-or-treaters going door-to-door. And I really think... I I wish that I looked this up. Maybe I can look it up right now. But I really think it's the same actress because she's dressed exactly the same and does the same, like, weird panty bit. But to, like, ten-year-olds, which was really weird to watch...
1: Before we announce the movie that we're talking about tonight, um let's just uh give a little bit of history on the movie without or our relationship with the movie without spoiling it. Yeah. So this is a movie that I had always seen on Netflix or like Shutter, one of our streaming services, and I saw the cover for it and I was like This looks like some dumb, like, D-list, D-tier, fucking cheap-as-fuck bullshit. This doesn't look scary. Like, it's just, like, the type of horror movie that's just, like, not even worth watching. I was like, absolutely not. We're not watching that movie. And I was always
0: like, can we please watch it? I really want to watch it. I
1: just judged it by the character on the cover and, like, the font and everything about it just screamed to me, like this isn't going to be good. Like I I'm kind of harsh on movies made after like 2005, mm-hmm. like even made after like 95 too. it gets worse the closer it gets to our current day. Yeah. <laughs> like I feel like I just don't like newer movies. I like watching the older ones. I've always been that way. Same with music, but so I was just completely judged this movie. It wasn't until more recently especially since I started running our MPGP Instagram account, which you guys should all follow. I follow a lot of horror content creators, and they talk about different movies and what's going on in like the horror scene. Mm-hmm. People fucking love this movie and say that it's like one of the good new slashers. And if you think about it, there's not a ton of them, really, that are yeah. like iconic, killer slasher movies. The movie is the called... Movie. terrifier Terrifier.
0: probably the scariest movie i've ever seen
1: (laughs) hold up so this movie is from 2016 i'm gonna be honest with you we haven't done our homework a lot on this movie we don't have a lot of background yeah but i will say i know there's a sequel coming out in 2021 that's this year so that's And we cool. will be seeing it yeah, in theaters. I, I don't want to see it in theaters. Double
0: vaxxed. Let's fucking go. We so, will-
1: <laughs> hold up. Before we go any further. So, this movie, we found out moments before watching it. There is a like movie that the director made before Terrifier, which features Art the Clown, which is the killer in Terrifier. And it's called All Hallows' Eve. And it's an anthology film. So it's, like, little short movies. It's, like, uh, short films, if you will. hmm And they're, like, little vignettes. We didn't finish that one because we watched it after Terrifier. Yeah. But we did, like, watch a little bit of it to get some background on, like, the character and stuff. It's ba- Like, they kind of redo some of the kills from All Hallows' Eve in Terrifier. Mm.
0: There's some, like, references and stuff. Like, there's certain scenes. Like, I remember seeing the scene where, like, in Terrifier, like, the sister is, like, looking at the phone and the radio. And, like, it basically is, like, shot for shot of, like, the girl that's driving alone, like... And going to the gas station, check the phone, like, all the stuff. And I was like, this literally feels like the same exact, like, shot sequence. And I thought that was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I think he just got, like, a bit more of a budget and, like, had a better script for Terrifier that... I don't know. Yeah. I guess he, like, just wanted to redo some of his ideas from mm-hmm. his earlier work with a bigger budget and, like, fine-tune it. The director is Damien Leone. And... I mean, yeah, I had my doubts about this movie going in, but, like, I would say ten minutes in, it was all, it all started to go away. I was like, yeah. this is cool.
0: We, like, we watched this just for reference. We watched this, like, literally last night, and as soon as we were done, um, we both were like, we're, this is what we're doing for the podcast. Because <laughs> we like,
1: couldn't decide. Yeah,
0: because, like, as y'all know, we do, like, three installments of Friday the 13th and then take a break between the three installments and just, like, do a different movie. Um So, when, as soon as we watched this, like, literally, like, I don't think we've ever sat in a movie where both of us, like, our jaws were just, like, on the fucking floor. For, like,
1: two minutes. It my, was... My jaw over. dropped. I was like, fuck.
0: Yeah, so this movie was everything. So <laughs> Yeah,
1: so we started, What well, I think we exhausted our roommate Hannah because (laughs) Hannah just like was eating dinner and watching me play Doom and I was just like chainsawing demons and like making her dizzy like (laughs) trying to watch it. Like I'm sure she got seasick from the camera spinning around and shit. And then I'm like, okay, we're watching (laughs) Terrifier
0: The vibe was chaotic in the house last night. Yeah. (laughs) Truly. So we're just gonna try to go right okay. right into the plot.
1: I I remember the first part. Okay. So the movie opens and it's your it's a screen within a screen. Mm. You're looking at your TV. There's like a CRT TV in the middle of the screen, and it's like a daytime talk show style show on the TV. They are interviewing this. Victim, this person who survived Mm -hmm. some tragic attack. They look like a burn victim. Mm -hmm. Their face is all distorted and warped. Their eyes kind of, like, popping out. But their hair is still there and it's, like, done up. It looks really creepy. And they're
0: just... Yeah, they're just talking, basically. She was, like, saying that, like, the talk show host was sort of, like, talking about, like... Can you describe, like, what it was like when you first saw the mirror? And basically, like, the victim is like, I don't know, I just wish I was dead because, like, I'm, like, fucked, basically. And she reference. there's a reference to Art the Clown and if he's really dead or not. And the victim is like, he is dead, I saw him die. And so, then we're like, what? And then we cut to the... Talk show hosts, um, the talk show host dressing room, and she's on the phone with someone, like, presumably her partner or something, because she says, like, I love you or whatever. And she's just talking very, like, she was very, like, stoic and professional in the interview, but then she's just, like, yeah, she was, like, so gross. I was trying not to, like, throw the yeah, fuck she was, up.
1: kept staring at me or whatever. Yeah. And, like, she and- was, like, uh, it was so gross, like, but it was gold, like, we're gonna have her back next week because yeah. so many people loved it Because I feel
0: like she, I think They're she, like she, like, freaked out or whatever, like, um, the victim freaked out on air, and she was like, yeah, like, this bitch is crazy, and, like, ugh, if I ever looked like, if I ever, like, was in the same situation, I hope you'd off me, basically, yeah. just being like fucking kill me i'd rather fucking die than look like that bitch like being harsh
1: as fuck yeah and then who shows up in the dressing room she's in front of the vanity mirror the unnamed victim appears and then attacks the woman and starts gouging her eyes Mm -hmm. out making our first kill scene in the movie
0: yeah
1: she puts her she grasps her skull and puts her thumbs in her eyes and whenever I see one of those kills, I'm always reminded of the original Evil Dead, one of my favorite movies of all time. Does that in like the best way. That's like one of the best kills in that movie, Evil Dead.
0: So, then um it, it I think it just cuts to the title Terrifier. Then <laughs> it's Halloween night. Two friends, Tara and Don are Tara and Fire. <laughs> Tara and, fire.
1: Tara and her friend fire. Oh
0: my God. <laughs> nice one. Um, so these two friends are leaving a Halloween party. One of them is dressed as a scarecrow. The other one's dressed as a skeleton. Um, and they're drunkenly going to Dawn's car. Dawn is like the blonde scarecrow. And Tara's, um, the other one. So, basically, they're going to Don's car, they're like, oh, well, actually, like, before this, we see a clown getting ready, basically, to go out, and he's, like, kind of packing up all these different weapons. We see Art the Clown first, like, after, like, I think the opening He's credits. in an alley, right? Well, he's walking down the alley, but we see him getting ready right after Terrifier, we see him, like, sort of, like, putting on makeup- Putting weapons and stuff in his bag, and then we cut to like them or whatever. I think that's just like the opening credit scene, but we do see him sort of like get ready for his day. So then we are
1: his night his out, his
0: little night out. It's ho- oh, it's Halloween.
1: Who knew? Who knows? He might meet the love of his life. He tonight. might.
0: They're like drunk. They're talking about. Who's, like, who's gonna drive home? Because they're both drunk. They're like, we need to get food or whatever. And then they see this fucking clown walking with a giant garbage bag. And he's just walking. And Dawn starts, like, kind of fucking with him. And she's like, hey, sexy, whatever. And Tara immediately, like, she has the fucking ick. She has, like, intuition major
1: So just for the um, Mm. sake of the listener, let's describe the way Art looks for a second. Because he's not just like your average red hair clown. He's like a mime clown. Yeah. He's an all white clown. All white and black clown. His outfit his like pants. One leg is white. One's black. His face and all of his skin is all painted white. He's completely bald. Mm -hmm. Completely bald. He's got a big hooked nose. It looks like mine, but a little bit sharper.
0: (laughs) And more bumps. And
1: big cheekbone.
0: Yeah, like.
1: And he's got like mime eyebrows, like big cartoon Mm -hmm. half moon eyebrows. And then like black, black on his mouth, black on his eyes. And like a tiny top hat.
0: Yeah, he has a little tiny top hat.
1: And his teeth are bloody red. Yes.
0: He looks, looks
1: terrifying. So
0: fucking he—he he is literally the scariest clown I have ever fucking seen. Yeah. Ever in my life, period. Like it by fucking.
1: If you like, <laughs> if you're afraid of clowns, this movie's gonna fucking wreck you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even. I'm not even afraid of clowns. And this <laughs> one's creepy as fuck. It's
0: so scary, y'all. Okay, so. This fucker is walking down the street, and there, and Tara, rightly so, is fucking scared of him.
1: She's always skipped from, yeah, from the moment she sees this character, she's afraid, and she continues to be afraid. And Dawn
0: is a fucking dumbass bitch, and she's like, Hey, sexy, my friend likes you, or whatever. And I'm like, and she keeps being like, He's harmless. He's harmless. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, literally, if you were my friend, I'd be like, I'm getting an Uber goodbye. (laughs) Yeah, you
1: die. (laughs) Literally. You Um, die at the hands of the clown.
0: (laughs) So, eventually, he just, like, I guess he just disappears. Like, they look away and then look back and he's gone. So, they're like, okay, we're going to go get some pizza. So... (laughs) They go... They
1: go to the pizzeria to on the Halloween pizza. night, probably yeah. after midnight.
0: They're they're the only ones there. Um, there's two guys that work at the pizza place, and then there's these two girls. All of a sudden, our boy, Art the Clown, comes in and plops a seat kind of diagonal from the table where he can see Tara.
1: And obviously, like, stares at them.
0: Staring, like... Scary stares. Very scary stares.
1: I can't remember if he starts smiling immediately, but he's, like, like making faces and, like, acting clown-like at them.
0: And Tara is, like, what the fuck? He's freaking me out. Like, I feel really weird. Maybe we should take the pizza to go. And 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 Don's
1: like, there's your friend.
0: (laughs) She's such a... He likes
1: you. He's looking at you.
0: Not only does she do that, but she has the fucking audacity to go up to this fucking scary clown that literally has like blood in his mouth. And she's like... And a
1: big bag.
0: Yeah. And she's like, Can I take a selfie with you? He doesn't say anything. He literally looks at her. He, like, looks... His look is, like...
1: Let's just say, also, he doesn't say anything ever. Yeah, he he doesn't
0: talk. So, um, she just, like, sits basically on his lap and is, like, taking selfies with him. Selfies with with him. him. Oh, it's so scary. I'm literally like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's just, like,
1: staring at her and then staring back at, um...
0: Tara. Tara. Yeah. And so... She
1: takes, like, four selfies and is, like,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: arm around him, like, kind of kissing his cheek and shit, like, playing with his hat. Yeah. Like, pulling his hat, which is on, like, an elastic string around his chin.
0: Yeah. She's being a dumbass bitch, basically. (laughs) Then, oh, then, so Don sits back down, and then Art stands up from his seat, and he goes to the little, like... It's, like, a little, like... You know at pizza places, they have, like, the ring, like... Or they have, like, little prizes and stuff. You put a quarter in and you turn the dial and you get, like, a little prize or sticker tattoo or a ring or something. So he, like, theatrically does that and gets a ring and he, like, puts the ring on Tara's finger and, like, is smiling or whatever. And then... Um, I think, like, the pizza guy comes and he's just kind of, like, are they, bo- is he bothering you? And Don's, like, this is the first instance of Don being, like, ah, he's harmless. It's fine. And uh, Tara's, like, looking, like, fucking scared. And he's, like, okay, well, like, if he's bothering you, I'll, like, kick him out. I'll take care of him. Whatever. So, Art leaves to, like, go- he goes in the back room or whatever. And then you just hear... Yeah, like,
1: he just go like, at this scene, you kind of assume he's, like, going to the bathroom yeah. or something, but he kind of just, like, goes into the back, and you're yeah. like, what the fuck? Like, what are you yeah. getting... <laughs> You don't work here.
0: And then, um, he gets kicked out. So, they're like, whoa. Like, he gets kicked out because he, like, basically spread, like, shit and all... And blood and, like, all this, like, shit. Was it
1: actually shit or was it just, I, okay, so he, you, the character that works at the pizzeria goes mm-hmm. into the back and he's like, oh my god, he fucking destroyed, like, you should see what he did to the bathroom or something, yeah. talking to the other co-worker who might mm-hmm. be his son, I don't know. Yeah. And, um,
0: yeah, yeah
1: is, I, when they it show it, blood. it's, like, bloody looking. Yeah. It looks like Gore
0: yeah, splatter it's, and it's he really
1: wrote gross. on the wall art
0: yeah
1: <laughs> he made some art <laughs> in the bathroom
0: um so they're like Ugh, creepy and then they so tara and don go back to don's car after they've eaten and absorbed all the alcohol from the night and um they see that don's car tires are slashed so they're like fuck and, that-
1: a, and, a, and at first they're like it, they should have known immediately that it was the clown. But at first, they're just like like Don, the idiot. Yeah, is like,
0: why does this why why, why we have
1: such bad luck tonight? I'm like, that, that was definitely the fucking clown.
0: Yeah, because he saw them at the car. And Tara
1: does say like, no, that was that clown.
0: And Don's like, no, he's harmless.
1: <laughs> he's so nice.
0: So, Tara has an older sister that she calls, and the older sister picks up. The older sister's name is Vicky. Um, so, Tara calls her sister Vicky to come pick them up, and they just sit in the car and wait for Vicky to come get them. Meanwhile, Tara has to pee, so she like goes up to a guy named Mike he's a pest control worker who's just outside of this kind of like apartment building and she's asking if she can use the bathroom there and he's like oh well I'm not really supposed to do this but um yeah sure you can go use the bathroom so she goes to the bathroom and then she encounters this like woman who I think is squatting in the apartment complex and she's referred to in the credits as Cat Lady. Um.
1: So, yeah. So, this character that you meet in the abandoned building, she's immediately like she's a stereotype of like crazy person. Yeah. She like says things that don't make sense and she's like
0: She's holding a doll.
1: She's holding a doll and, like, telling um, Tara that it's her baby. hmm And then it's revealed that it's a doll, a porcelain doll in yeah. her hand. And she's, like, assuming that Tara is moving into the building, even though, like, there's no reason you should think that. And yeah. also this pest control guy that just let her in is saying that the building's been, like, condemned and is getting, like, bug-bombed. Yeah. Yeah. So that they can kill, like, all the roaches-roach and rat infestation yeah, or yeah. whatever. So, immediately you're like, okay, this chick's crazy. hmm Which does come up later.
0: hmm And, um, Tara... Honestly, I'm very impressed with Tara's, like, decision-making and her character in general. Because she just goes along with it. You can tell she's, like, freaked the fuck out. But she's just like, okay... This woman is obviously not stable, so I just need to just agree with her and then just be like, okay, I need to go. And, like, I like the way that she handled that. But,
1: And I would say, knowing us being slasher movie fans and knowing the final girl plot device, mm-hmm. at this point, I'm already thinking, Tara's probably the final girl. Yeah. Because she does handle the situation well. She's not like... Ew! Get away from me! <laughs> She's yeah. like, okay, yeah. I just moved in. Whatever. Where's I gotta go? Talk to the landlord.
0: Yeah. Um. To
1: get away from the situation. Yeah.
0: So v- handled very well. We're back at the pizzeria. Um, one of the the younger like pizza worker guy is cleaning the bathroom, cleaning the art that art the clown left. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, cleaning which is, off the masterpiece from the walls
0: <laughs> which is literally just fucking blood and guts basically and he's like talking about he's like fuck this like i better be getting time and a half for this shit like and <laughs> he, i'm like vibes <laughs> my dude he um, thinks he's
1: just cleaning shit off the walls uh-uh.
0: it's basically a crime scene that he's cleaning so He's, like, kind of talking to his boss and his boss isn't answering and he's like, what the fuck? Um, and, oh god. So, he le- he goes out to, like, the main pizza area and he sees the head of his boss cu- cut off and carved like a jack-o'-lantern with candles inside of it. Um... So, he freaks out. Obviously. Um, obviously. And we see Art the Clown pop up, bloody, like, has blood splatter on him. And he's smiling. And the guy's just like, ah! <laughs> and I think he just, like, fucking... He goes to,
1: like, either grab a phone or a weapon or something. And then Art just cuts his all his fingers off.
0: Yeah, he, like has a cleaver he has a lot of different weapons like art is like he's packing a lot of different weapons so
1: art my boy art's packing
0: he, he has cleaver vibes the arm gets chopped off like he gets stabbed in the head he get he just gets stabbed like a bunch of times in the face while he's lying down it's it's a it's it's really gross <laughs>
1: yeah, that, I mean, how how far into the movie would you say we are at this point? 25 minutes? <laughs> yeah, it's like the first minutes?
0: 20 minutes, basically.
1: Like, yeah, what you expected to happen starts happening. This fucking clown is going to murder everyone, basically. Mm-hmm. And starting with these two unsuspecting victims. Making the first two not... Um, cold open kills. Kills,
0: yes. So, rip, pizza, guys. Pour one out for our working class dudes.
1: So, that kill at the beginning was not art. Let's just establish that. These are the first two kills by art, which is presumably the slasher killer. Yeah, the main
0: antagonist. Yeah. So, um, back at the apartment complex slash Don's car. Don is sitting down in her car. Um, I don't know. She's just like fucking around. I think maybe so. Oh yeah. So she's listening to the radio in her car and she hears about what happened at the pizzeria, like on the news basically. And she's like, Oh fuck. And then she's like, she's like, Oh my God. Like what the hell? Like and they literally say, like, look out for a clown, like, with white... Like, they describe this clown yeah. that she's been saying is harmless this whole fucking time. They killed
1: two people at the pizzeria that yeah. they were just at.
0: She's like, fuck. And then as soon as she realizes, um, she looks to her right. I thought oh, someone goes into the car. She thinks that it's Tara. She's like... Tara, you'll never believe, like, what I just heard on the radio. And she looks, and it's fucking art next to her. And he just has, like, the scariest fucking smile ever. He's, like, smiling, and then I think he just, like, knocks her out or something. And then it cuts back.
1: It cuts before you see anything. Mm -hmm. You just know that he got to her. Yeah. Presumably dead.
0: So, um, the exterminator is off doing something. Tara is kind of, like, in the basement bathroom area, and soon she sees... She runs into, basically, Art the Clown, and he is, has blood on him, and it's very obvious that he is there to, like, fuck shit up. Like, she was, like, right the whole time, and she, like, immediately, like, is in go mode. She's, like, hiding from him. In a she,
1: car lot.
0: Yeah, in a car lot.
1: Where Where... Why is there this car, all these cars inside this building?
0: The the setting is very... It's all in this, like, weird abandoned, like, apartment slash, like, part of it's in a warehouse, part of it's in a basement, part of it's in a car lot. Also,
1: we assume this is in New York in, City. Yeah,
0: I think it's in Brooklyn, because at one point, like, we see a shot of a wallet and it has a card in it, Oh, yeah, so. it has
1: an MTA card, Yeah. So that was what gave it away. Yeah,
0: so, um... She's, like, she's avoiding him. She's in a car lot. She's hiding between cars and stuff. Eventually, Art catches her, and he has a scalpel in his hand, and he starts, like, stabbing at her leg.
1: At her calf muscle yeah, her, repeatedly.
0: Ooh. like Repeatedly you just,
1: piercing yeah. her leg. And this comes after, like, a very tense moment where they're having, like, a stare-off kind of, She's, like, staring at him through car windows mm-hmm. and, like, slowly moving around the car, ducking. And he's, like, creeping around. He, like, hears her. He, like, no. Well, he saw her. Mm-hmm. And then she starts hiding. And he knows she's in here. Yeah. So they're just, he's kind of, like, cat and mouse, like, chasing yeah. her. And then you're, like, she just, like, makes a run for it mm-hmm. at one point. She's, like, fuck this. I'm going to go. Yeah. And then he just starts stabbing her leg mm-hmm. out of nowhere.
0: Then somehow she, like, finagles her way out of that. And, like, she's a fighter, so she's, like, fighting she back gets, and stuff.
1: She gets stabbed, but then she picks up, like, a crowbar that is lying on the ground and, like, whacks him, I think.
0: Yeah. And or she, it's, like, a
1: file or something. And then, like, they struggle a little bit mm-hmm. more. She eventually gets the scalpel and, like, stabs him with that somewhere.
0: Yeah, and she, she gets away, basically, and she, then she, like, hides behind something... He's, like, approaching her, and then she just grabs, like, a little, like, thing on the ground and throws it, so he thinks that she's, like, somewhere else, and then she just makes a run for it in the apartment itself. So, she goes upstairs. She's trying to alert Mike to he- get help.
1: Mike the um, exterminator.
0: Yeah. And um, Art the Clown grabs her, and he sticks, like, a gross syringe in her and drugs her and she passes out.
1: Oh yeah. I remember in that scene thinking that I was like, what the fuck is in that syringe? Cause mm-hmm. it looked like milk.
0: <laughs> so this shit is gross. Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay. Y'all brace yourselves. I'm, I might even like, even though this is a podcast about gore and horror, um, I will say, like, for our listeners that are listening just because they're friends with us and they don't like horror, I would recommend skipping uh, skipping through this. So
1: so this, this <laughs> next scene is where our jaws hit the floor for yeah. this movie. <laughs> I, I didn't think this movie would go there, yeah. go that deep. Into this fucking gore shit.
0: And you know, it's funny because I feel like we always, whenever we watch Ryan 13th, we're always like, I wish they took it there. I wish they took it there. I wish they took it a little farther.
1: Yeah. Um. Oh, once, <laughs> w- once we got there in this movie, I was like, maybe that was too much. <laughs> I was it like, was a lot. <laughs> it's, this is a very cruel movie.
0: Okay, y'all. Here we go. So, Tara... Wakes up. She's tied up. She's um yeah ga- yeah she's tied up in a chair. She has duct tape over her mouth. She's she's freaking out and she's like there. She sees like she's surveying the room. She sees a sheet hanging from the ceiling. She looks. Art is like fucking around. Like there's ruffling just ruffling
1: around in his bag. Yeah. Who knows what.
0: Mhm. And then he starts, like, kind of fucking with her. So he's, like, acting like he's gonna, like, hammer her. And she's, like, screaming. And then he does does that, like, like
1: three times. Yeah,
0: he keeps, like, faking out that he's about to murder her. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) And it's so scary. And then um, he's, like... I think he, like, does, like, the one second thing. And he takes a handsaw. He, like, jokes that he's gonna, like, cut off her head. And he doesn't. And then he's, like... He sneaks up to the fucking sheet.
1: Like, comically. This isn't a funny movie, and his movements aren't funny because he's so scary. Yeah. But, like, he's still moving kind of like a clown. Yeah. It's just scary as Mm -hmm. fuck. He reveals, he moves the sheet. Don is strung up upside down from, like, a little gantry-style structure. It's like a rectangular structure. Her legs are spread. So, feet in the air, legs spread. Wearing underwear, no top. Mm-hmm. You see her boobs. She's yeah. upside down. Her mouth is covered. Her hands and arms are tied behind her back. Mm-hmm. And then you realize oh, he's just going to fucking brutalize this chick and make her friend watch.
0: Yeah. <sighs> okay, y'all. Last chance. Art
1: (laughs) Art the clown
0: takes he like does a little like weird thing where he like takes off her underwear like he cuts them off or something. So but we don't see like her vagina or anything, but
1: her vagina.
0: Um (laughs) and then uh he starts sawing Dawn in half.
1: Vagina first vagina
0: first All the way down... To
1: about her nose, or where her eyes start. Slowly. It's like a... It's a saw that you would use to, like, chop down a Christmas tree. It's like a back-and-forth style handsaw.
0: It was a very long scene as well, so... And the
1: whole time... You see guts, intestines drop mm, to the ground. mm. The whole time... Tara is screaming at the top of her lungs, which makes it really anxious.
0: And Dawn's screaming until she dies. And
1: they they don't, like, do it off screen. They, like, I mean, parts of it are off screen, but they, like, show you what's happening. Yeah. You see the whole process of, like, splitting in half. And then, also, after the scene, they go back in the setting. They go back and pan across it. Multiple times. Mm. <sighs> and this, tough, is, this, is where, this is where I'll say, though, this movie has, like, great practical effects mm-hmm. for the budget. Yeah. Because some of those Friday the 13th movies we watch have way bigger budgets than this, and their special effects team is trash. <laughs> like, I mean, I love all of the Friday the 13th movies, but, like, Part 5, for instance the outlier where it's not Jason as the killer. There's a scene where this chick's dancing and then she gets stabbed and it does kind of just look like, Oh, there's just a fucking pillow with a shirt over it and he stabs into the pillow. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is like full on prosthetic cutting in half blood everywhere. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Guts and
0: intestines falling. And it's
1: all practical effects. As Mm -hmm. far as I can tell, there's no like CGI in this movie. Yeah. And it's really low budget. So, horror practical effects have come a long way. I feel mm-hmm. like everyone has learned the tricks at this point. Yeah. Because <laughs> they do a good job. Um, it's terrifying.
0: It's so scary. Me and Craig literally were sitting in silence. Our jaws were on the floor.
1: Looking back at each other. We just kept at looking screen. at each other
0: like, oh my fucking god. Um, it was literally, like, one of the most horrifying... I, like, honestly, like, felt like I was gonna pass out just reliving, like, talking about it right now. I was like, holy fuck. So fucking scary. This fucking clown fucked me the fuck up. Okay, so. If, um, that's pretty much... I mean, like, it's still all bad, (laughs) This movie is scary all around, but that is probably the most, um, intense.
1: That's what this movie will, like, be known for. Yeah. For the next, like, hundred years, you know? Like, (laughs) anytime a horror fan references this movie, they're probably going to be talking about that scene.
0: Yeah. Um, brutal. So, somehow... Oh, so while this, while he's, like, sawing her in half, done is... She
1: breaks the arm mm-hmm. of her wooden chair that she's tied to. She, lit, like, her arms are tied to the armrest of the chair. And she's just, like, pulling against the chair enough to where eventually the arm breaks off. And then she has a free arm that's duct taped to this chair. And then she uses the wood from the broken arm to release herself from the duct tape Mm -hmm. and then release untie her legs Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and then she's
0: she's free yeah she's free she's running this yeah he starts he's not
1: all the way through Don yet he makes it almost all the way through and then he stops Mm -hmm. Don's already dead
0: yeah i like basically tara was like screaming and shit and this is like you can see the exact moment where she's like okay like, this is shit is fucked up. I I've like I base she basically like process she's like process it. Okay, now I'm in fucking survival mode and I need to escape because he's gonna he's busy sawing this chick in half. She's fucking dead by dawn. I need to get the fuck out of here. So again, very impressive. Uh, very impressive decision making from Tara. So, um. Tara basically escapes. Her and Art have a scuffle. She, like, she's honestly, like, kind of bodying Art a little bit. She, like, has a fucking giant, like, it was, like, this giant kind of, like, pull type thing. And she kept whacking him. And then she was, like, she basically whacks him. He's kind of, like, doing sort of, like, mime, clown, like, sort of, like, ugh, like, struggling or whatever like you can kind of be- tell that he's like being dramatic and a little hammy or whatever in a clown-like way but again he's scary so it's a scary clown um and she's like get up like I'm gonna fucking kill you basically she's like she's like really like okay I'm about to like fuck this guy up so he's like hunched over and then all of a sudden Art pulls out a gun and shoots her in the leg. And then he walks up to her, he, he, you see, like, the kill shot from her point of view or whatever, he shoots her, and he shoots her in the face, and then she's still alive.
1: He shoots her through the cheek.
0: Yeah, you see the bullet hole in the cheek. So she's still alive, so he's like, okay, I'm gonna go get, uh, more bullets, Let's cut away from that scene for a second because while this is happening and while he's searching for bullets, um, Tara's sister, Vicky, is on her way. And this is a scene where I was talking about where we saw it in All Hallows' Eve a little bit where the girl was, like, hearing something on the radio and then she was texting someone. And so Vicky is, like, listening to the radio host basically being like this clown is out and he's like murdering people like stay at home order pretty much and she's like on her way to co- to go get her sister and her friend to her knowledge so art finds um the rest of his bullets, loads the gun, and then he just brutally shoots Tara in the face multiple, multiple times. So yeah, like a
1: bunch of times.
0: Like, a, like, her face gets pretty fucked up. So she is um, dead at this point. So Tara is not our final girl, even though she put up a great fight. Um, shouts out to Tara. We love you. Sorry. um, Yeah, nope. No mercy here. So, moving right along, guess who sees Tara get brutally shot in the face? Who? Cat Lady! And she's like, holy fuck, like, she runs away, basically. And she starts, like, talking. So she runs and she finds Mike, the exterminator, and she's, like, begging him to call the police, basically. But, like, you know, again, this character is supposed to be crazy to everyone. So, she's saying, like, he's down there. He's laughing, but it's not funny because they're dead. He's a clown, and he's, like, blah, blah, blah. And, like, Mike is, like, you're literally crazy. Like, get the fuck out of here before they call the cops. She's, like, call the cops, please. Like, all this stuff. Basically, he's, like, writing her off, and then, um... Art the Clown shows up and he hammers Mike in the, in the head and Mike becomes unconscious. So then the cat lady runs away and she's like, oh my God, my daughter. And so she like goes to check to see if the ceramic doll is still in the crib in her little like nest that she made and the doll is missing So she goes, she's running around, and she sees Art sitting down on the ground in this hallway, cradling the ceramic doll, and she's basically, like, pleading with him and begging him to, like, not to give her the doll back and to not hurt her, and she's like, have you ever felt, like, a mother's touch, and, like, do you know, like, love, do you have any mercy in your heart, and he's, like, pretending to be, like, touched by her words and me and Craig are like this bitch she is like, so his face, yeah. yeah this bitch is so fucked <laughs> she's so fucked then we cut to Vic... it is a very
1: tense moment though. yeah it, go- it, was... it goes on for like five minutes
0: mm-hmm. and we're like oh you like what the fuck are you about to see but then it just cuts so they embrace and then it cuts to Vicky arrives at the warehouse apartment, what the fuck ever, there, she texts Dawn and says, hey, I'm here, and she gets a text back from Dawn's phone, oh, wait, fuck, I need to quickly, speaking of Dawn's phone, this reminds me that during, one of the, I don't even remember where in the movie this is, but you know how, like, me and Craig were talking about how they keep, like, cutting back to Dawn's, like, cut-in-half body? So, Art fucking takes Dawn's phone and starts taking selfies, like, and he's, like, smiling and body, doing peace signs with Just the...
1: like she did with him. Though. Yeah,
0: and I was, like, cheeky. <laughs> he's a bit cheeky. <laughs> that was a bit cheeky from our boy, Art. So, anyways, um, so, obviously, Art has Dawn's phone. So, Art texts her back and says, come around back. <laughs> He's like, sick, more victims. So she comes, she goes in. She's like, hello, like, where is everyone? First thing she sees is um, Dawn's cut-in-half body. So she's like, holy fuck, what the fuck? So then, oh my God. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) so then she runs around. She's trying to find um, her sister. She's like looking for her sister. She st- she sees um what she thinks is her sister lying on the ground, like naked and covered with a blanket. Oh my god. Um so she's like, oh my God, like Tara, it's okay. Like I'm here. Like we're gonna get you out of here. Like all this stuff. And then we pan like the camera, like we see the cat lady, she is scalped, but And her s-
1: chest is cut off.
0: Yeah. But she's still slightly alive, enough to be like, it's him, like, basically. And Vicky looks, and it's the fucking... (laughs) It's fucking Art.
1: Art is completely naked. (laughs) Art scalped this bitch and cut her tits off. And then got completely naked. And then wore her tits and fucking hair... And pretended to be a woman, all for this kill, Yeah, he committed to the bit. Yeah. He fully committed. He was he, like... He said, I'm going <laughs> to drop trout for this. Oh my god. I'm getting buck naked. This is the first time clown, or, uh, art <laughs> clown.
0: <laughs> clown man.
1: <laughs> this killer's name is Clown. <laughs> this is the first time Art the Clown is not wearing the suit. Like, you get to kind of see, like, his skin. (laughs) So...
0: (laughs) And it's still scary. Yeah. Well, it's fucking horrifying because he literally, like... It's terrifying. Terrifying. Correct. (laughs) So, um... Yeah, so...
1: Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 vibes. that's
0: so true. So, um... Vicky runs away, and... (laughs) Art chases her, but he's performing femininity as well, which is really weird to see. So, he's, like, doing this weird exaggeration of a woman. He's, like, walking with his hands, like, flowing and shit, but he's, like, skinny and scary. And and
1: I'm imagining his dick is out. Does Art have a big dick?
0: Art has a... (laughs) I think it's a tiny dig, honestly.
1: Only a tiny digged person would...
0: Yeah, commit such heinous crimes.
1: Murder Um, people.
0: (laughs) Vicky runs and she hides in a cupboard. And she's looking through the peephole. So we keep seeing, like... We see the cupboard with, like, we could see her eye clearly. And art. And then we see the flip point of view where it's just like a circle... And we see, like, Art we- doing, like, a weird dance, like, insinuating that he knows that she's in there and that he's about to, like, kill her. And he starts shaking the fucking, the fucking thing. And then he hears something, and it's Mike's coworker, another exterminator, um...
1: has just pulled up to the scene. Mm-hmm.
0: And he um, opens the door to, like, get in. And he's, like, immediately attacked by Art. And he is, uh, decapitated. We <laughs> So, rip to him.
1: That character was introduced and then immediately killed.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. So, Vicky is, like, is, like, sneaking around trying to find an escape. And all of a sudden... Art comes up behind her and, like, wraps her face with cellophane or whatever. Like, that clear shit. And she's, like, suffocating. But then she cuts a hole through the the clear shit and, like, rips it off. And then Art looks at the thing and he goes... He kind of does, like, a... Uh-huh. And she <laughs> gets away. Um... By she, um, wounds Art with a masonry nail. Do you re- you remember that, right? She, like, grabs something from the ground and then hits him with it. Oh, I think she stabs... She stabs him through the foot, I think. She, like... Okay, so after she gets, like, the cell of fame or whatever and she gets free, she finds a nail or something sharp on the floor and she just stabs him in the foot with it. Or, like... Yeah, she stabs him with it. Then um, she continues to run away, and then unfortunately she stumbles upon Tara's body, dead body. She's sitting in the chair, or she's sat up in the chair, um, and her face is, like, really fucked up because she got shot, like, a thousand fucking times. times. And she is grieving... And Art appears with, like, this... You see him make this in the beginning of the movie. It's, like, a cat-of-nine-tails type thing where it's just, like, a whip with a bunch of knives. And he starts, like, whipping her with this thing, like, a lot. Like, it's, like,
1: some keys and stuff, too. Yeah. Though, and, like, a little figurine. Yeah. It's just, like, a flail of random shit that yeah. would hurt if you got hit with it.
0: So he starts doing that, um... And all of a sudden, Mike appears and, like, hits hits Art over the head with some random blunt object and knocks him out. And I'm like, there, I was like, kick- I was like, I need these people to channel some Tommy Jarvis energy and fucking, like-
1: Finish the job. Finish
0: the job, because- this guy is fucked up, and I need someone to like crush his fucking score. End his at whole
1: career. He made- <laughs> I'm trying to end this man's whole career.
0: Yeah. So they flee. Mike is trying to like. He's basically like, I need to like leave to get help or whatever. Like, I need to like leave you for a second to grab a phone so I can call nine one one. Basically, um, and Vicky is like,
1: no, believe- don't leave. Oh wait.
0: Yeah, 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 she's like Vicky's bleeding like, out. No, no,
1: please don't, please. And he's like, just wait, and then of course Mike gets fucking killed. Mm-hmm. In so, that moment.
0: yeah, so Mike, so Art appears and Mike, um, I guess Mike picked up some like gas canister, like a big canister or something, and knocked him out once, and then uh, Art shows up with the same one, just like insult to injury, and just like fucking crushes. Mike's, like, skull in with
1: this... It kind of looks to me like a fire extinguisher type vibe.
0: Mm-hmm. It's like a cylinder. So, Vicky is, like, screaming, and, like, Art is, like, laughing, but silently. And it's really, really scary. Vicky is, escapes and ra- runs, and she hides in a garage, And she, she like squeezes in like a locked garage and then Art like grabs her through the garage or like through the crack and pulls her hair out, but she like escapes or whatever. so she's like in, she's in the garage. She's like freaking out. She's still kind of like in shock basically. So the garage doors are keeping him between her and him and he grabs the like, horn he has like a little like horn and he starts like horning at her
1: yeah so all you don't see art all you see is his arm which i don't know if that was clear when he she escapes through the crack you're seeing from the vantage point of her on the side of her wall this wall it's her side and you just see his arm grabbing onto her hair she gets free his arm with her hair in it pulls back And then he reaches his arm out a few more times to try Mm -hmm. to grab. Doesn't reach anything, of course. And then he pulls his arm back in and then comes back out and he's got a fucking clown horn. And he goes...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Which honestly might be the funniest scene of the movie. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And then you're just like, motherfucker.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So... Vicky thinks that she is safe at this point. Um art disappears all of a sudden though a truck comes like art gets in a fucking car he he leaves he leaves but then he gets in like a truck or car he's honking the mu the fucking horn while also listening to like death metal basically and is like Brights are on. He is like ramming into the garage to get to Vicky, and he does, and he hits her, and she lies there, and she's like incapacitated, and so he goes up to her, and then he starts like eating her face. Basically, he's like fucking with her and eating her face. So then the police come, and they're like, "Put your hands up!" Like, like pointing
1: guns at Art.
0: Mm-hmm, and. Art, like, his, he has one hand up and one hand is, like, down. And, you know, like, you're just, like, dude, just, like, it's, like, he's, like, fucking gonna do something. Like, what the fuck? Like, someone killed this goddamn fucking clown immediately. And, um, the police are just, like, holding him and they're, like, so then Art turns around with a gun And then he shoots himself, like, he puts the gun in his mouth, and he shoots himself, and he, like, falls back. And then the policemen, like, approach, and they're like, holy fuck, uh, whoa. And then one of the policemen sees Vicky and is like, damn. And then he's like, oh my god, she's still alive. So then, um, flash, uh, like, a little bit later, um, that same evening... Um, we're, we're introduced to like a morgue worker and these two paramedics. They bring, they're bringing in all the bodies. I think they brought in Mike and Art. But also I'd
1: like to point out that this fucking morgue looks like the, like, what the fuck? Is this just in somebody's fucking apartment basement? Like it's it's the shittiest looking set I've ever seen in my life and the actors are acting like they're not even trying to be professional.
0: Yeah, they're.
1: Like, he's like, I want a bacon, egg, and cheese.
0: Yeah, and it's also like this guy's like a fucking morgue worker, and people like died, and then this he's is a like,
1: DIY morgue. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is a morgue run by like some fucking community leaders. Oh like, my god, this is not a professional environment.
0: So yeah, so basically. um... They bring in Mike and Art, and they're, like, talking about these, like, fucking dead bodies or whatever. They're like, yeah, this one guy, like, his his face is so fucked up, like, you're gonna have to, like, dig into the back of his skull to find his dental records to identify him, basically. And then they're like, yeah, and then the other guy is the guy that did it. <laughs> and he's like, damn. Um, And then he's like, oh, shit, there's, like, they found more bodies, so you're gonna be here for a while. And he's like, you better bring me a bacon, egg, and cheese.
1: <laughs> and yeah. And they're
0: like, "Okay."
1: He's like, "I want a bacon egg and cheese." He's like, "How can you eat in this environment?" And they're like, "After I've been doing" <laughs> or he's like, "Oh fuck. After I saw a dude who ate a baby or no, something." No, no, it
0: was um after I saw an 8-month-old uh microwave after they got microwaved uh th- Not I, much can
1: top that. I'm so like, give me my bacon egg and cheese, yeah, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> literally.
0: I'm like, um damn. So He's, like, you know, he see- he un- he undoes- so, like, Art's body is, like, tied up. Like, basically, like, Jason in, uh, the fucking- in Final Chapter. He's- he's tied up, and the guy just, like, undoes the ties and unzips, and you see Art is, like, still- he's smiling, or his mouth is, like, open, like- Or, like, his teeth are showing, and his eyes are open, but you're like, oh, is he dead or what? I mean, like, you literally just saw him blow his brains out. But I was like, this fucker's not dead. Had to have
1: been a gag, right?
0: Yeah. He's a clown. Like, that's what they do, right? Um, so, he's like, hope your 15 minutes of fame was worth it, you sicko, or something, like, weird like that. And then, um... Art, uh, reanimates and strangles the medical examiner to death. Then, we cut to a little, uh, scene, and it says, one year later, we see the back of Vicky's head, and we see her parents and the doctor, and they're all talking, and they're like, yeah, it's been, you've, your positive attitude is great, and they're just, like, having, like, a seemingly heartwarming scene or whatever and then vicky uh turns around like they turn vicky around she's in a wheelchair and they zoom into her face and it's the girl from the victim from the beginning so it's revealed that vicky was the one that got her that face like
1: the talk show host's eyes out yeah and she got her face eight, and that's why she looks so fucked up at the yeah. beginning. And that's also why that was included at the beginning. So. Well. That's terrifying. Now, there's a lot I want to talk about. So, before we even talk about what we think about the movie, I just want to talk about Art. What is he? What's his motive? It, does he only kill on Halloween? What are your thoughts on Art, the clown?
0: Art. The clown, he is one of the scariest antagonists in a horror film I've seen to date. I think a lot of that comes from him being silent, and a lot of it comes from him, his overall look. I think his mouth is like the scariest thing I've ever seen, and his movements.
1: I think part of it also is the lighthearted nature
0: Mm -hmm. with which
1: he goes about doing all these, like, things. So he does things, but it's all a joke to him.
0: Yeah. It's scary. It's, like, he does all this horrific (sighs) shit with a fucking smile and while he's, like, laughing and just, like, doing, like, clown behaviors while, like, I feel like it's just kind of, like, think of the scariest clown you could ever think of and, and then, then make him a mime. <laughs> and then make him a mime. Then multiply it by a thousand, and then you have art.
1: Do you think that clowns and mimes go to the same school? Because you know that there's, like, clown school that people always talk about? It's clown like, oh, college. Went to clown college. Yeah. But then there's also mime school, right? That's if, Are mimes just French clowns?
0: <laughs> I think so. <laughs> mimes. I would
1: say art is a mime, obviously they're Mm. very similar, but just the black and white aesthetics plus the silent nature, like, I wouldn't think of clowns usually
0: being silent. I agree, and I think where the clown vibes are, like, the sort of, like, weird gags that he does, like, with the horn Mm -hmm. and, like... He has, like, his bag of tricks, basically, of tricks, meaning, like, of all of his various murder weapons. And (laughs) the mime part is the exaggerated movement and, like, his emotion. Like, he will, like, do, like, an exaggerated frown when he's, like, I have to be, pretend to be sad or, like, I have to pretend to be hurt. But then he'll, like, laugh and shit and he just never speaks or, like, yeah, he is scary.
1: Um... Obviously, he's. He withstood some damage. Yeah. I mean, he, like, shot himself in the head. It's not said that that's a gag. Yeah. Or, like, he has some, like, special effect magician trick to make people think that he blew his brains out. Mm -hmm. We see it. We see his brains get blown out of the back of his head through his mouth. And I'm just thinking. He must be a supernatural type. He must be a Jason he is or something.
0: supernatural because... But the
1: difference between Jason and him is, Jason, we get some backstory. He's got yeah. motive.
0: hmm You
1: know, like, his he's getting revenge or whatever. Like, he was bullied as a kid, drowned, survived, mom murdered, mm-hmm. trying to get revenge for him, then murders people. It's like... Yeah, it's far-fetched, get... but he's got... They give you something. Yeah. There's nothing about art.
0: We don't know anything about art besides that he's just, like, a clown. We don't
1: know where he comes from. There's there's no background. So I'm just wondering, is this going to be explored in Terrifier 2? Maybe. But also, like...
0: I kind of like that we don't have a background because then it just... It makes him even more of just kind of like this terrifying being, and it's more of like the he's like a concept almost like he there's no real like honestly in Terrifier there's no real story or plot it's literally just like
1: Art clown kill
0: people. people yeah horrible <laughs> death like kill 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 like literally it's just like there's no
1: it's basically like someone who grew up with. 80s slasher movies and took everything they liked about that and just <laughs> made it the dystopian depressing 2017 version. Mm-hmm. You know, like Damien Leone. Mm-hmm. So, he grew I'm assuming you probably grew up watching slasher movies because he made a slasher movie indebted to the slasher genre, but this one's just so nasty it's devoid of any real plot like mm-hmm. you said it's just depressing it's a depressing like depraved serial killer movie it's mm-hmm. just like your worst nightmare a movie about it there's like you don't even get to know much about any yeah. of the any character you don't get much information about any character it's just murder it's hopeless yeah it's just a hopeless murder movie very
0: nihilistic
1: yeah it's very nihilistic and why are the 80s slasher movies fun to me
0: Mm-hmm. and this is like
1: and this like i like this movie but not in the same way that i yeah. like like it's this is a hard movie to like it is it's it's like a movie you watch but you don't really like i appreciate it i guess like i would watch it again it's
0: for in a while
1: (laughs) like i i mean i definitely want to see the second one i want to see what this director does i think it's like exciting and new or whatever but it's not enjoyable it i it's hard to put into words yeah
0: like it's it's honestly like i felt a lot of anxiety and like even after the fucking movie ended i was like i'm gonna literally like I watch a lot of horror movies, like, and I'm not really phased by that much, honestly. Yeah, But I literally was like, Craig, like, I'm going to have fucking nightmares about this. Because it's like. She was afraid. I was afraid. I was literally like, I think it's just like such, this movie is literally just like nightmare fuel. It's literally just like the scariest villain you can ever think of. People are fucking scared of clowns. Then multiply it by 20 billion. Scary fucking villain. The fucking gore is really, like, in your face. Like, they fucking go above and beyond. Like, with the, like... She was, like, the third... Technically the fourth kill of the movie. Even the first kill was, like, intense. All of the kills are very intense. But going to the point where... Someone, a woman gets sawed in half from the fucking pussy down, <laughs> naked in front of her friend by a fucking clown.
1: That has no reason. He's not doing it for there's... any reason other than his own fun, his own enjoying it. Like, yeah. there's no empathizing with this killer. Whereas you can almost empathize with Jason, Jason Freddie. Like, I don't like. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's weird. Like. Jason can be tricked into thinking his mom is talking to him and then Mm -hmm. he's nice. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, there's no tricking art. Art is just going to kill you in a warehouse. Like, and you're just going to die alone in a fucking abandoned building. And be
0: like, brutalized post-mortem or pre-mortem. It's just like, yeah, no, there's no hope. There's no, this wasn't, um, Yeah. This wasn't a fun movie. There, it wasn't like, haha, ha, like. Which
1: is kind of, um, I would say, all of the other movies we've done are very fun, and yeah. also all the other movies we've done are from the eighties. Mm-hmm. We've obviously talked about a few newer movies, like. Um,
0: you're next.
1: Yeah, we talked about you're next. Exactly. The
0: Mummy. <laughs>
1: you're next. The Mummy, like you know, some some newer horror. It's definitely different than eighties and seventies mm-hmm. horror but yeah it's, it's just harder to want to watch
0: yeah um yeah this movie was very intense but um... it is
1: it is funny though like i think that gets to gets at the reason why i don't really like newer horror movies mm-hmm. as much as i like the old stuff it's because like You watch Saw or The Conjuring, and I, like, saw those movies in theaters as they are coming out. Paranormal Activity. um, I don't know. Even The Babadook. Yeah. Even Don't Breathe. Even It Follows. Mm -hmm. Those are... I like pretty much every movie I just said. Um, But they go for they want to make you scared like they it's go serious. for the like yeah this is gritty dark serious no colors no bright colors mm. no nothing no levity
0: yeah there's like no jokes at all just like and it,
1: it's just like a different it's like the horror directors of today almost like they're just nasty. 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 <laughs> They're nasty. <laughs> deep down. Yeah. And maybe it's just like certain film making techniques that have been established over time mm-hmm. that make it like, what's in style, it's the dark, gritty thing. It's like, yeah. even that fucking leached into Batman and stuff, you mm-hmm, know, like it's mm-hmm. fucking Batman and you're going to make a dark, gritty Batman. Everything's yeah. dark in these yeah. days. It's like. Our world is dark. Everything's dark. Yeah. Whereas at least in the 80s...
0: It's, like, (laughs) it's shot on, like, film and it's, like, bright colors. Like, everyone's dressed, like, very 80s and they're having sex and they're being funny and, like, there's, like, there's silly shit where fucking Crispin Glover's like, where's the wine opener? And Jason stabs it through his hand. Like... Even though that's, like, a brutal kill, like, or brutal, like, gore, it's, like, funny because it's, like, a punchline almost. Like, the those films, like, it's, like, weird because it's, like, violence, but then it's, like, violence turned into a joke, and a lot of the time it's very self-referential and, like, intentional. Which, to intentional. me,
1: is also very similar to, like, metal. A lot of metal is, like... It's music about, like, murdering. Or, like, murdering people with a chainsaw or something. You know? It's, like, music written under the voice of a killer. Yeah. That's, like, a ridiculous, like, slasher movie killer. Or it's theatrical.
0: Yeah. Like, would you say... It's a show. Okay. So, like, I would say, like, Friday the 13th Part 6 would be, like, King Diamond talking about his murderous grandma coming home or whatever Or even
1: better it's like an alice cooper song yeah which is in that movie
0: parts jason
1: lives like alice cooper is a theatrical shock rock artist Mm -hmm. he goes on stage he's like got a big performance pyrotechnics he's like wearing leather pants and doing the whole like bit it's a bit it's a character like there was more distinguishing reality from mm-hmm. fiction. Yeah. I feel like in the 80s. <laughs> Versus... Whereas today, it's like people just. It's like.
0: The realism and.
1: The, the type of shit that happens today is almost just as dark as, like, the shit you see in the movies. So. Yeah.
0: So true.
1: So obviously, the best kill, the. The cream of the crop. Yeah, if you craziest kill in this movie is the sawing. So I don't even think we need to rank them. Oh my god. That's the craziest one.
0: It's so scary.
1: It's the getting sawed in half.
0: Oh my god.
1: Sorry. Yeah, so we're looking at a gif of that scene again. It's it's just scary. It's so brutal. So... I think that is like you got to give it to that one. That's yeah. the that is the centerpiece of this movie. The whole movie revolves around this one kill. I feel like I feel mm-hmm. like they have spent most of their budget on those practical yeah. effects. Yeah, and honestly, there's not a ton of kills in this movie.
0: Mm-hmm. There's not as only... many as
1: like Jason Lives or yeah.
0: So there's only eight kills. I mean, there's nine deaths. Technically, if you're counting Art shooting himself in the head, but then he reanimates, so that's not even. But Art's victims are Steve, who was one of the police or police. Steve, who was one of the pizza men. Um, he was the one that was decapitated off screen, and his head was turned into a jack o' lantern. Then there's Ramon, who was stabbed multiple times in the face. That's the other pizza worker. Don. Sawed in half vertically with hacksaw. Tara was shot in the head multiple times with a handgun. The cat lady was partially skinned and scalped. Um, Will, who was the um, other exterminator, was stabbed in the head and then decapitated with a hacksaw. Oh, he was stabbed in the head with a chef's knife and then decapitated with a hacksaw. Then there was Mike, whose head was crushed with a stomp which oh, i guess yeah, I is like that. it's some kind of thing. Um, and then there's the coroner who is strangled to death. So and then obviously the in the cold open we have Vicky killing um, the talk show host by gouging her eyes out with the with her thumbs. So that's a good question. For
1: Terrifier 2, do you expect invincible art?
0: Mm. I feel like, like Jason
1: vibes yeah. or do you think he's gonna be human grounded
0: i can see um i can see invincible art for terrifier too especially because i feel like that would be i mean that would definitely fall in line with like a sequel trope where it's like we have this indestructible um you know this indestructible fucking like force basically that he encapsulates pure evil. Basically, I feel like I think he's it's hard, like it really you could see either way. I personally,
1: I guess the, think okay. that he's a supernatural cl- being. So, the yeah. I personally so you think, think the question that he's a
0: supernatural being,
1: the kill at the his mm. suicide, yeah he actually shot a bullet through his skull and then it just like reformed because like, if I remember correctly, you see like splatter from the exit wound. Yeah. And then when you see him on the coroner's table, there's none of that.
0: Yeah. I think that, I mean, like when I was watching it, honestly, I was like, that was a gag or like something. Like literally when I watched, I was like, that's not real. (laughs) I was like, that's not real. Like, whatever. Because I was just, like, so scared about this fucking clown that I was like, that's a trick, like, or something. But now that, like, after watching the movie and talking about it, I do feel like, and also seeing All Hallows' Eve, where art was in, the common thread in all of the mini-movies in the in the full movie. Mini-movie. Mini-movie. <laughs> um, Petition and Call Short Films mini-movies. Mini movies. <laughs> um, I do think that... Art is supernatural, and I think that he, um, he is supposed to represent
1: complete evil. That's a good point. I almost see him as, like, the embodiment of evil or something. Like, he's, like, but then there's, like, the, the, like, radio broadcast. Yeah. Makes it seem more like he's just, like, a killer on the loose. Mm Mm-hmm. But to me, he just seems like a, I know this isn't the case, but I mm. could easily see like a backstory where it's like, he's this thing that people see. He's like a figment of your imagination or yeah. something. Because it's so ridiculous. Like, it doesn't necessarily seem like someone, a grounded killer. Yeah. But there is precedence with like Killer Clowns with John Wayne Gacy and mm-hmm. stuff. Do you have any like curious thoughts you had while watching the movie about the filmmaker's intent or anything to to discuss? Um, so what? Do you-
0: well, I did think that we we noticed it's very it's. The film is colored very weird.
1: That's just what I was about to say, and I couldn't tell if it was like an intentional choice, a problem with our TV, yeah, or that's just the way like modern horror looks. Mm-hmm. But like everything was dark, mm-hmm. but nothing was true black.
0: Yeah, it was kind of,
1: and maybe I just think about this kind of thing more. Because I am a photographer, and sometimes I'll get back like a roll of film, and there won't the black point isn't. It's not true. Where you want it to be yeah. to have like a true like velvety black mm-hmm. that's like deep, because you want a full range of values. So sometimes, like in this movie, the darkest it ever gets, at least in the version we watched on a streaming service on our TV without adjusting any of the settings and it we don't have this problem with other movies, mm-hmm. so I don't know. But the the darkness, what should be true black, was kind of like a reddish grey. Mm-hmm. It was almost black, but yeah. it seemed like it could be up to notch. hmm And it just kinda gave everything like a vintagey look. Yeah. Like it almost looked like it was supposed to be kind of vintage and everything was super saturated.
0: Mhm. So when there was color, it was yeah. like
1: like it red was and bl- bright. This yeah. movie was red, blue, black, white. Like yeah. those were the colors in this yeah. movie. I felt like so yeah, that, very good, that
0: good color coloring and aesthetics in the movie.
1: I don't know. I didn't like it at first, but then after a while, I was kind of like it reminded me of the um, Robert Rodriguez planet terror like mm-hmm. that grindhouse thing yeah. that they did where it was kind of like supposed to look vintagey yeah
0: yeah plus like i feel like the way that they colored it made the gore effects and that kind of stuff look even and even art's movement and his makeup and stuff it made it look more vibrant and sort of like even more it's like your eyes are shocked basically just by the I mean obviously by the content that you're watching but the coloring also like aids that and I also feel like there was some sort of like I kind of feel like there might have been some speed alteration in post on some of art's movements because they some of them seemed very um not human basically
1: yeah um i could see that
0: so yeah so i think like filmmaking wise like is i liked the aesthetics of the movie i like i feel like it really elevated the movie um a lot and made it more even more scary um so that's my thoughts on that um shall we rate. But before we get into our
1: very final thoughts and like our rating of the movie, another thought that's on my mind is like do you think that we're in the midst of a slasher revival right now? Ooh. Because so there's this year alone, we're getting Terrifier 2, Scream 5, mm. and a sequel to Halloween 2018. Which was Jamie Lee Curtis reprising her role from the mm. original, and it picks up up where the original left off and retcons the entire wow series, other than the original movie. Yeah. So, we're revisiting some classic slashers, mm-hmm. and we have Terrifier just getting started with its sequel. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if, like, in the zeitgeist, do you feel yeah. like? Maybe there's a place for slasher movies again. And I know people are calling for, like, Friday the 13th to come back because yeah. there's this legal battle and whatnot.
0: hmm I definitely think that there's room in the zeitgeist for slashers because I feel like it's a tried-and-true formula. Um, it is interesting, though, because, like, I feel like a lot of the modern horror movies, like, I think of, like, Ari Aster, who mm-hmm. kind of makes films... Um, i would say like his the undertones of his movies are about trauma um obviously and like i mean if you look at it from surface level it's like hereditary is about possession pretty much like surface level instead of like you know loss and demonic that kind possession. of stuff demonic possession and midsummer is sort of about um cult, like
1: cult. cult like you could say one is like the Exorcist and one is like the Wicked yeah. Man.
0: But like you know, with it with
1: but they're I,
0: those. It's that's that. I agree. That's with you. different than obviously slashers. But I do. I mean, there's always gonna be room for slashers. I think that honestly, in my honest opinion, I feel like more modern day films like we. I see a lot of possession movies.
1: Yeah, but I think that what I'm getting at is I think that might be dying. Yeah. Because. For the longest, so, when I think about horror in my lifetime, horror movies, I think about how there was a huge, like, Saw, Mm -hmm. like, you could call Saw a slasher movie, but I would say it's more like its own thing, yeah, because movies ripped off Saw, Mm -hmm. whereas, like, Saw is a torture movie. Yeah. It's about being tortured, kind Mm -hmm. of. It's like it's not like you're running from a killer it's Mm -hmm. like you're trapped and you're just being fucked with yeah and there's hostile yeah there's like there's a ton of saw clones like um there's this one movie where you have like what is that fucking movie where there's a vial on your bed it might just be called vial where there's like a vial and it measures your fear Ooh. It's, like, a, I saw it on
0: Netflix. Yeah, right. I saw, it, like, a kind of Netflix movie that was similar where it had, like, Britney Snow in it, and it was, like, a Would You Rather. Oh, think, that was that it. That one, yeah. So, oh, yeah.
1: So, there was that whole, like, torture porn. Yeah. Like, I would say that was maybe 2002 or early, mid-2000s yeah. to, like, 2010. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like you started getting into the demonic possession. hmm and then like the artsy Super, horror movies, yeah. like
0: yeah, like Babadook also. Babadook,
1: it follows. Yeah,
0: artsy these artsy horror movies. A twenty four horror. Yeah, where it's like the 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 real horror is actually the the fact that she's lost of innocence. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the trauma from her husband's death and stuff um that's the real horror what's more
1: horrific than looking in the mirror and realizing that you've become your parents
0: (laughs) (laughs) so yeah basically um but i would would (laughs) like
1: to see a slasher revival
0: yeah i agree i mean
1: to me especially Maybe it's because of quarantine, yeah, I feel like there's a a real fear of like other people, yeah also we forgot to mention the whole like zombie revival, oh yeah, there was a big zombie vibe for a minute, you know, with like independent filmmakers making zombie movies, mm-hmm. Pontypool, mm-hmm train to busan mm-hmm. Shaun of the dead and
0: there's a yeah million,
1: there's a million yeah 28 days later mm-hmm. all those but yeah i think i think slasher movies there's just not enough new ones coming out it's, yeah it's like even with halloween and scream those are continuing those are things that happened in the 80s and 90s mm-hmm. so it's cool that Terrifier is, like, a 2017 slasher with an original concept, mm-hmm. and it's... I'm excited. Like, maybe there's 10 Terrifier movies. Yeah. That would be crazy. Yeah, that would be wild. Um, I'm,
0: like, really looking forward to the second one. I wonder how far they're going to go, because I feel like this is going to be a very interesting film to top.
1: Yeah, I mean, at least it's It's not the 80s slasher. It's mm-hmm. its own thing, and it's, like, much darker. At least it's doing its own thing. It's got its own personality. It's moving the genre forward maybe a little bit. Yeah. That's cool. Anyways, guys, let's talk about our final thoughts and our ratings. I'll pass it on to Haley. What do yeah. you... What your you what Let's rate this movie... Um, Alright, so... <laughs> how about... Let's rate it out of 25 murder weapons in Art's bag. I was
0: literally thinking that, dude. I literally was thinking. I was like. High five. <laughs> nice. Oh, my gosh. Whoop. Okay. I was I Out was of 25 murder yeah, weapons in and Art's goodie bag. I was literally about to say goodie bag, too. <laughs> Damn. We're on sync We're the tonight. same person. We're on fucking sync, y'all. Okay. 25. Murder weapons in Art's goodie bag. Um, I think, in, okay, I would honestly probably give this movie a, like, 19, because- 19 out of 25. Out of let's... 25. Because, obviously, like we said, there's not much of a- plot (laughs) i mean there's a plot but there's not much like there's not much to like it's literally just like clown kills people but all and also like i honestly would not recommend this movie to anyone that did not like horror because it's scary like Uh. this is the type of movie that i think anyone that listens to our podcast like that's listening and being like oh it's Craig and Haley and, like... Banta. Banta. I mean, listen for the cheeky banta. Um, And, like, you know... I mean, we've recommended Friday the 13th movies because I honestly feel like those are palatable. Like, especially the newer ones where it's those are the Those
1: are the type of movies where you don't have to be in a setting with your die-hard horror fans. Yeah. Like, let's watch Terrifier. No, those... Those movies are like, what if we watch Friday Thirteenth or whatever? Like, like, it'll be a little scary, but everyone yeah. can handle it. Yeah, <laughs> like it'll be fun, but no. we'll be like excited.
0: I would never go show up to the party, like, <laughs> and just be like, "Hey, y'all, like, let's watch Terrifier." I would not like. No, picture... we do th-
1: we do this shit in secret.
0: Yeah, so I feel like I have to knock some points off just for that, but, like, I still, like, this is, like, high higher, on the higher side of the rating because the practical effects are fucking sickening. They, it's honestly just, like, I like the aesthetics of the film, as I talked about, um, and Art the Clown is the scariest fucking character I've ever seen, and I feel like that, um, definitely mad props, and I'm really looking forward to Terrifier, too. Take it away, Craig.
1: So, I'm pretty much in agreement with Haley. No surprise, we pretty <laughs> much agree on a lot of things. We're dating. <laughs> We're the same person. Um, if I had to give it a number, I mean, you're 19 out of 25. That's only six points from perfect. Mm-hmm. It's hard to think about that in relation to, like, out of 10. I know. <laughs> so, it, but it doesn't fucking matter anyways. Let's give it a... I honestly want to give it a 21 out of 25. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Mm. That seems a little bit too high, because I do have some gripes with the movie. But mm-hmm. let's just... For the books, 21 out of 25. I want to give it that because... One, it's a new slasher idea. Mm-hmm. Two... We looked at the budget for this movie. It's fucking low for how good it is.
0: $100,000.
1: $100,000 for a movie that might go down as like a classic slasher movie. Mm -hmm. And that's cool. Yeah. And what they did with it is really good and it's effective. It's scary as fuck. So, I mean, like, yeah, if I want to... On Halloween, if I'm with a group of people... I would be like, let's watch this movie. We'll be fucking scared. This yeah. will be scary as shit. Like, yeah. I want to see someone. I want to see some random like sorority girl cry. Like, that's how scary. <laughs> Probably this movie. puke. Like, yeah.
0: literally puke. Um... So,
1: <laughs> I things I like about this movie. I like that it's practical effects.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I can't stress enough how much I'm tired of like CGI. Like, all these fucking Marvel movies, all these comic book movies, it's so CGI heavy. And they act like it's good, CGI. All CGI is bad. I I fully believe...
0: Blaming take right now. I
1: fully believe there will probably never be good CGI. (laughs) Some of the only good CGI I've ever seen, I said this was during The Mummy. I felt like The Mummy had some good CGI. (laughs) Yeah. Because it was, like, cartoonish. Yeah. It was, like... Toy Story CGI instead of, like, realistic Marvel CGI. hmm So, I just don't like fucking CGI. Let me see some artistry in the fucking practical effects. I want to see you sculpt the dead body. <laughs> I want to see that madeness of, like, a practical prop uh, that you can interact with in the real world. It just need. I feel like you just need that realness. yeah in a horror movie yes and it bothers me to no end to see like they'll cgi anything cgi shit you don't even need to cgi Mm -hmm. it'll just be like a mask Mm -hmm. sometimes you'll watch a horror movie and a mask is cgi it's like just make the fucking mask
0: yeah totally
1: so i i'm over cgi so i applaud this movie for having practical effects and then being well done and scary i like that it's an original slasher concept which i've already said i feel like the clown like clown horror mm-hmm. there there's room in the clown horror genre to yeah. grow what what do we have for clown horror we got killer clowns from outer space we got it it
0: um and i mean like this is also the thing um sorry to like Can I just say this? Mm -hmm. Of course. This is also the thing I feel like. Um, this movie kind of came about like there was like all these like weird clown sightings and shit. Like in in South Carolina. Yeah, everywhere. I forgot about that. And it was like a fucking thing where people would just like see people dressed as a scary clown, and then it's just like okay, like I think it was like there's like this phenomena where that was happening in the suburbs and people and shit. yeah in the suburbs and people were like i feel like it's like okay well that's kind of like i think that's why craig you were so hesitant to watch this because i feel like it's like so easy to be like clowns are creepy like i feel like that's kind of like a basic take you know yeah i so, thought it was
1: just going to be one of those like schlock like simple no thought put into it horror yeah. movies it's like let's put out a fucking movie horror movie that goes direct to dvd the cover of the movie on netflix gave me mad direct to dvd vibes yeah and i love i love trauma i love low budget horror movies but like the whole direct to dvd scene where it's just like Sharknado or something mm-hmm. I I don't I don't fuck with that. Yeah. And this was giving me some sci-fi channel original vibes, but it's not. It's not like that. It's yeah. just the clown in the font.
0: Mhm. Um yeah, sorry, interrupted. I don't know No, th- but I, I forgot know. about that. Yeah. I want to
1: I want to read another I want to revisit an article about that and yeah. see.
0: There's a documentary about that as well. Um But yeah, there I feel like Yeah, there's there's definitely room in the clown thing and I feel like this isn't like a tired like maybe because he's more mime-like he doesn't I think that a clown is less scary when they're they talk basically most
1: I think most killers are less scary when they talk that's why Jason and um Michael Myers have been so successful in being scary Mm -hmm. whereas Freddy has always been the jokester yeah guy
0: totally that's so true. So, yeah, of course, it's, like, even with, and, like, and, it and...
1: And uh, Leatherface doesn't...
0: Yeah. He just goes, the, ooh.
1: The only killer I will say that does speak and is successfully scary is, like, Pinhead and the mm-hmm. Cenobites. Mm-hmm. Because they just come <laughs> off as, like... I mean, their whole concept is that they are from another world, and they yeah. know things that your human mind will never comprehend, and they speak to you like an authoritative god. Yeah, they're like, we have such sh- sights to show you. <laughs> Jesus wept. Well, that's what, <laughs> that's what Frank the... says, yeah. but,
0: but but it's like there's like they're very like vague, and like you're just like what the fuck? angels
1: to some, demons to others. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Are we sure they're scary? Because we're laughing right now.
1: I love Hellraiser.
0: Yeah, Hellraiser is fucking sick. But, um...
1: So, anyways. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> back to... Back, back to the- Terrifier. I think it's just exciting to see a new horror franchise emerging and people like it and it is actually good. Mm-hmm. And it's not some fuck like... Okay, I know Happy Death Day to You, or Happy Death Day and Happy Death Day to You are pretty good, but they're mm-hmm. not, they're, n-
0: doesn't, I, I like doesn't it. hold a candle that's not to what, this. <laughs> that's not
1: what I want for horror franchises. We can yeah. do better. Yeah. I think we can do better. And I, I think this is a step in the right direction. I think this filmmaker is sick. Yes. I think this movie's sick. It's cool. It's just a little bit dark and depressing and it makes me feel
0: not good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Damien. So Damien.
1: so in terms of MPGP this isn't like the most MPGP movie. Yeah. To me an MPGP movie is like waxwork.
0: Yeah. I would not eat popcorn. While, I would not eat anything while Yeah,
1: exactly. while
0: watching this movie. It's just
1: it's just nasty.
0: Nasty.
1: But yeah.
0: That's it. We did it. We
1: like this movie. We hope you like it too. We hope you liked our commentary on the movie. Yeah. And guess what? Get ready for the next round of three Friday the oh 13th movies. And we're going to start breaking into fucking crazy territory and yeah. also Kane Hodder territory playing Jason Voorhees. Oh, shit. Our shouts out to Kane Hodder. Shouts out to Amy. Our friend who knows Kane Otter.
0: (laughs) And it's her birthday today. And
1: it's her birthday. Happy birthday, Amy. Happy birthday,
0: Amy. Get Kane on the pod. We
1: love you. (laughs) We're so happy to know you. Yes. You're a horror queen. You're a scream queen.
0: A practical effects fucking queen. Seriously, hire this bitch for your practical effects needs. So, y'all know what to do. You gotta fucking, if you want to listen to this podcast... I mean, you're already listening to it. I don't know how the fuck you're listening to it. If you don't know already, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube. YouTube. That's it.
1: Maybe more places soon.
0: Maybe more. Who knows? Um,
1: I feel like there's not a big need for us to be on other platforms right now, but if I'm wrong about that, let me know, and I'll get my shit on Stitcher <laughs> ASAP.
0: Yeah, just say the fucking word, listeners. Also, if you want to follow us... With all of the sick ass content that Craig is constantly posting, please follow MPGP underscore podcast on Instagram. Very active on Instagram. Please like us. Subscribe to our podcast on anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. You could rate review us also, and maybe we can make it to the top fucking five (laughs) podcasts in the world one day. Um (laughs) So, yay. Without further ado, that was Terrifier. Thank you for listening.
1: And I have to pee.
0: And Craig has to pee. Good night. (laughs)